Hey guys, I hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas. Today is Saturday, December 26th. Today I'm going over chapters 16, 17, and 18 from Rhythms of Renewal by Rebecca Lyons. Again, I give all the rights to her because she is a wonderful author and I hope everybody has been blessed by these recordings and this study in this book. I pray that everybody had a blessed, wonderful Christmas. I know there are so many people out there who are hurting, who are lonely, who are quarantined, who are sick, who have lost loved ones, and we just pray for all those people today. If you all have any prayer requests that you would like to send, or you can private message me or text me or whatever, and I will make sure that I pray for you this week. This week, you know, chapter 16, we're talking about vulnerability, and so I just want everybody who is listening, who feels like they have something heavy on their heart that they don't need to be holding anymore, that they just need someone to listen. I just want you all to know that I'm here and I will be a friend. I will not judge. I will listen. I will encourage and I will comfort. So please message me privately and we will open up our hearts together. So chapter 16, the author talks about leading with vulnerability. Better together. Be honest. Let your true self be seen. Be thoughtful about what to share, when to share, and whom to share it. Vulnerability has connecting power. Sometimes we need the right setting and the right person to uncover the wounds that have burdened our hearts. There is safety in giving and receiving grace. Take the risk and find connection. We all need to feel this type of connection, attachment, and love. The enemy of our souls wants us to be isolated and alone. We are together and vulnerable. We are more brave than we are afraid if we are together. A brave group of vulnerable people acting together in faith is not easily overcome by anxiety and stress. Your courage to bring your whole beautiful self out in the open just might inspire someone else to do the same. So journal about when was the last time you shared vulnerability with someone else and how did it make you feel? Question two, what are the things that keep you from being vulnerable to others? Question three, what is one thing you would rather not share with anyone else? I'm here to tell you that if you have a friend that you can be open and honest with, it really does make a huge difference. It really does make you feel better. We all need to work on that, especially with what's going on in this world. I've never seen this world be as crazy as it is right now, and it's just hard. Sometimes we just are scared of people judging us. Sometimes we don't know what to say. We don't know how to start it. But I'm telling you, especially for me, I want to be an inspiration to somebody else. Is there somebody that you can reach out to and say, look, I'm here if you need anything. So I'm reaching out to all of you today. I'm here if you all need anything. Do you all need someone to talk to? Do you need someone to listen? Do you need someone to not judge you? Do you need a sister in Christ? I am here and I am open. I will always respond anytime. So message me. I'm here. Chapter 17. Open porch policy. Hospitality. Create a place where a stranger can be converted into a friend. More is better and now is just as good as tomorrow. Creating a sustainable culture of hospitality requires casual frequency, getting together often, coming as you are, and hosting as you are. 
Embracing connection over perfection lifts your spirits and encourages the hearts of your friends. Bring the outsider in. When you open your home, when you connect with others by extending hospitality, live into the generosity of God's design. Pressure and stress melt away as you share space with others through hospitality. You can find true community, connection with friends, family, and those you love or will soon love because you have made yourself available and opened your doors. Question one, who is the most hospitable person you know? What characteristic do they exude? Question two, when was the last time you opened your home to friends or family? Question three, how might you extend hospitality to someone this week, this month, or this year? I know COVID is hard and I know a lot of people don't wanna open their doors right now because they're afraid of germs and people getting sick. But I also encourage you, there are so many other ways you can be hospitable to someone else. Can you maybe go to someone's house and sit on their porch six feet apart? Can you do a Zoom meeting? Can you call somebody? Can you FaceTime them? Whatever that looks like. Be hospitable to somebody and say, hey, I'm just checking on you. I'm here to listen. Let's talk. Let's make time out of our day for that person. And you will be surprised at how vulnerable you become by reaching out to somebody else as well and how much of an inspiration you can be to that other person. Chapter 18. Bear each other's burdens. Carry the load. Let your tears be a pathway to your healing. Crying can be our body's natural way to offload stress and anxiety, to push into new seasons of healing. Your tears can purify your heart and wash you and wash out the grief and pain that's inside of you. Let your tears spill onto Jesus' feet. We are made to process our pain with others. Meaningful connections help us to overcome grief. Do you have burdens you have carried in silence? Question one, when is the last time that you cried tears of sorrow? Question two, when is the last time you shared your sorrows with others? Question three, think of someone this week that you can help shoulder their burden. So, shoulder the burden. I often think of this as having a heavy heart. Do you have a heavy heart today? Do you have a heavy heart for yourself? Maybe you have a heavy heart for someone else. Here's a verse for the week. John 15 verse 12. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Meditate on that this week. Read that verse every single day. Let God speak to you. Be the friend you wish to have. So when you're reimagining friendship, what would it look like if you did the following things? Number one, trusted that God has placed these specific people in your life. Question two, sought to be vulnerable and authentic. Three, sacrificed with a generous spirit. Four, extended forgiveness. When was the last time you've done those things and how would that look like if you did those things in friendship? Seek to implement one or more of these things as you grow into the kind of friend you would like to have. If I can love my neighbors and friends as much as I love myself, my relationships will be remarkable. Again, that verse is John 15 verse 12. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Bear a burden, share a burden. Many people will not open their heart and life to us until we do so with them. Take a moment and write down two or three burdens you are carrying right now. It could be your own burden or it can be the burden of someone you love. 
Pray about which burden you can share with someone in your life and prayerfully reflect about whom you can share this burden with. Contact this person and ask if they will be willing to do these things as you share this burden. Will they listen? Will they pray for you right now and in the coming days? And will they encourage you and support you as you walk through this time? If they are willing, share your heart with honest vulnerability. You will be amazed at how others will let you carry their burden if you will first invite them to help you carry yours. We weren't designed to bear our fears, our anxieties, or our worries on our own. One of the biggest roadblocks to meaningful connection is unresolved conflict and brokenness that has not been healed. Take time to identify one person with whom you are at odds with right now. Write their name down and briefly describe what has caused the conflict. What is at the center of this tension? Next, with this person in your heart, sing a song of worship. You can do it with just your voice or you can pull it up on YouTube and sing along. Worship God as you think about this person and the broken connection you are experiencing. Write down where you have been wrong, resistant, prideful, or out of line in any way. What should you own in the broken relationship? What is your part in the conflict? Then I want you to set a time to meet with this person. Do all you can to make it happen. When you are together and ready, do these three things. Step one, tell them where you have been in the wrong and out of line. Express what you could have done better. Step two, apologize and ask for their forgiveness. Be ready to say you are sorry for your part. Step three, take a step forward to fresh connections in this relationship. Ask yourself and the other person, when can we connect again? You might be thinking, this process is all about me. What about the other person? What about their apology? You can't control them, but you can do the right thing. Your example might be just what they need to break free and ask for forgiveness from you. But if they don't, you can know you have done the right thing to seek healing in the relationship. The best response when connection is broken is not to push away, but rather the opposite, to pull in. So journal this week, what keeps me from forgiving and bearing with those who have hurt me? What can I do to extend the grace God has given to, to me in Jesus? What are people, who are people I have not connected with in a long time, and how can I rekindle those relationships? We need to make conscious decisions to talk about things we might want to dust under the rug. So, a lot of us have heavy hearts this week. Obviously, right now, as of yesterday, Nashville needs our prayers, and this world and government and everything needs our prayers. This virus needs to stop spreading. There are so many people who have it right now. There are people healing. There are people who need healing. There are people who have heavy hearts. Are you bearing a burden of someone else? Sometimes it can be hard. Sometimes it can be hard to forgive somebody. Sometimes it can be hard to bear what feels like the weight of the world on your shoulders. But if you just spend time with God and spend time with a friend, it really can make you feel better and make you feel like you're not alone. We are not perfect. God does not expect us to be perfect. Obviously, the forgiveness process cannot happen in a day, and it takes time. And God knows that we are human and we are not perfect, so He understands that it's going to take time. But at least if we take that first step of trying, then God will appreciate that and, and acknowledge that. Sometimes we just need to be open and vulnerable with each other. Sometimes we don't understand why people act the way that they do. There's a lot of rudeness going on in this world right now, and we, we just don't understand it. We don't understand why their hearts are heavy, but we don't understand because we don't know what they're going through. Obviously, everyone's tensions are up because there's so much bad stuff going on in the world, and we just need to pray for them. You have not truly forgiven somebody until you can truly say, Lord, bless them. 
Lord, give them the peace and the grace that they need. And we need to pray and we need to get them to open up because sometimes we don't know that they might be going through something really bad and they just need a friend. And they don't know how to express that, so they they just put that out in the world as anger. So, do you need prayer? I will pray for you this week. I will pray for all the prayer requests on the list this week. And if you want to send me some, like I said, I will pray for those as well. I pray that everybody has a a blessed week. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for all the people listening. And I thank you for the opportunity to continue to do this. I pray that I reach somebody and that I can help somebody, even if it's just one person. Lord, I pray for all those struggling. I pray for those who are carrying burdens, not just for themselves, but for other people. I pray for those who are sick, who are hurting, who are confused. I just pray for all those people who need friendship. And I pray that we can all connect with one another and help lead as many people to you as we can, Lord. Just keep us all safe and well. Give us grace and peace for the week, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.